meteor hit oh yeah and what people will get confused is that it wasn't a meteor it's actually a comet are you gonna <laughs> ask me for rowan though Two, one. All right. Welcome back to another podcast. Podcast number two of Are We Rolling? Are we rolling? There we go. I think we're rolling. Are we? We are. We are rolling. Um, today's guest, I have two. The first is repeating. He was on number one and now he's on number two. Technically, you're my guest. Because <laughs> <laughs> at this point. <laughs> um, Parker Courthouse. Yep. Hello. He's Me in again. the building. Yes, sir. And then um, we also have a second guest today. Now, he is a veteran podcaster. We talked about this. I mm-hmm. think I would regard you as a veteran podcaster. I enlisted in the podcast. Over army, that's right. 50 podcasts. 50. Hey. Yes, sir. Congratulations on 50. Thank you. Appreciate um, it. But to me, you will be known as the Rambly Man. Wow. The Rambly Man. You want me to just go off? Is that, is that what I'm hearing? No, <laughs> Rambly Man, because you um, live in a burb. I do. That's so, right. Also, will, we haven't said his name yet. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Nick Natale. Nicholas Natale. Happy to be here. Thank you so much. Thanks Feels for being good. here. It's awesome. Thank you for coming. So, um, yeah, dude, let's get it started. Um, are you still living in the van? I am. It's, uh, it's more of a dynamic setup these days, but it's good. I like it. Okay. Feels right to me most of the time. Yeah. The minimalistic lifestyle helps me focus on relationships, so I like that. Okay. Why are you going to move into one soon? No, I don't think so. Not anytime soon. Mm. But um, then how are you going to be rolling if you're not rolling? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Great question. Great question. Um, but yeah, so are you full time living in the van or are you kind of in and out? It's a mix. I've been doing it for about three years now. And okay. now, I, I mean, I sleep inside more often than I used to. But right. in the prime of it, it was seven days a week, 24-7 for probably two years and eight months. It's probably been the last four months I've been trying to sleep inside a little more. But God, that's it's been great. That's I should good. say I started doing it because I wanted to pay off my student loans because I came out of school with 60K, which is a fat amount. 60000 Yeah, give me give me yeah. the rundown. Give me the start to finish of why you're living burb life right now. Hot dog. All right. Well, I was probably in my senior year. Not probably. I was in my senior year, and I – didn't check my student loans the entire time I was in school. Really? Had no what? no idea what amount I was going to come out with. But like really? the final semester, I was like, I should probably check this thing out. It's probably get, a good idea. Getting kind of close. <laughs> and I looked at it, and it said 60K. And I was like, holy crap. What? I'm going to owe $60,000. Where am I even going to find that? Under yeah. a mattress? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, freaking right. <laughs> so I tried to think of ways I could peg it off in a reasonable amount of time. And... Like, I think it started out as a joke. Like, somebody's like, oh, you should just live in your car, man. That'll be, like, not very many expenses. And I was like, yeah, like, maybe I should. That's a good idea. And my professor, I told my professor, I was like, hey, man, I'm going to move into a car. And he's like, please, whatever you do, do not do that. You do not need to do that. And that just kind of, my stubbornness just took off from there. Like, oh, now I have to. You know, (laughs) you're going to say I can't live in it. (laughs) That's crazy. So you didn't know that you had sixty thousand dollars i did not i did not. did you just not check or did they not tell you i didn't check at <laughs> all i mean i tried to be as like wise as i could yeah. and far of like as far as like getting scholarships and things like that but yeah. i like was not on top of mind i was not concerned about how much i was coming out with 
But that's cool that you were like, oh, I have 60,000. All right, I'm going to pay it off right away. Because some people just like let it sit like, oh, 60,000. Oh, that's all right. I'm going to reward myself for completing college by buying mm -hmm. a new car. Kind of. Yeah. Which you kind of did buy a car, <laughs> but in the right way. So I think that's pretty cool. That's yeah, pretty I had a lot of people close to me, too that started saying things like, don't even worry about the 60K, it's gonna be there for your entire so, life. Yeah, that's wild. And that's how student loans, I feel like, eats up everybody, at least now, is there's yeah. not as much urgency to pay it off. And it'll kill you, it'll kill you financially. Because well, everyone has student loans now, so everyone's like, oh, like, it's just the normal. It's normal, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the worst. That's interesting. Is, is 60,000 normal? Like, would you say that that's something that a lot of people have? I think the average is what somewhere between twenty five and thirty three or something like that. I, I heard, yeah, something like that. I but went to a private school, so I think that also contributed to it. Right, CBU, right? Yeah. yeah. Represent Lance up, baby. Lance up, Lancers. Lance up. Okay, for the longest time, Parker, I thought you were gonna go to CBU because you were a Lancer. I did have that inclination as well. Yeah. Shirt, all. I did. All it was because Jake went to CBU, yeah. and I got yeah. a CBU shirt from him, and I would wear it all the time. <laughs> when we had like the school, uh, the school. <laughs> Uh, spirit or Friday days, you could wear college shirts. Yeah, that's right. I always wear CU, and that was definitely like one of the, my schools. But yeah, what happened? Why didn't you go? I don't oh. want to be sixty thousand uh, dollars. Oh, that's a good answer. That's not, <laughs> don't blame me. No, I chose on the last day between Cal Poly and SDSU, and I chose SDSU, but it's because it was cheap, and yeah. like I said, you don't want to. I don't want to get into that cheap education. <laughs> it is pretty cheap. What was it like? Seven thousand a year for tuition. Yeah, that's really that's low. How much yeah. is it at CBU? I remember the numbers being like forty-two k total, what? and I think that was living on campus. Too, that's though. probably oh, okay. Yeah. That's with everything. Camp, yeah. Tuition. Room board. Yeah. Yeah, but living on campus was only seven thousand, I think. Okay. So tuition was bulk. Yeah, that's insane. bulk of that. Well, they gave scholarships, goodness. right? Yeah, they did. Like I, the, ended, I ended up paying like half of. I ended up paying twenty thousand each year. I only went for three years. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you you graduated early. I did. With what degree again? Software engineering. Dude, you finished software engineering in three years. Yeah, it was. Oh man, it was, was tough. Was it tough? I almost feel like, like each stage of my life, I'm like, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do, and then that was college for me. I was like, this is the hardest thing, and then I moved into yeah. a car. And I'm like, this is the hardest thing yeah. I ever do. And now I'm just like living an adult life, trying to be as joyful as possible. I'm like, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> it's like each step is just gets, it just gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. But we're yeah. challenging, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Three years? That's crazy, man. How many Three Okay, years. how many units like each semester were you taking? Like 18, 19, 20? I feel like I finessed it a little bit. I did take 18 every spring, and, f and that's not true. Most springs and then falls was usually 16, and then I would take 16 in the summer. And then I came in with like twelve, so you took sixteen over the summer. Yeah, we're just banging out. And what was the nice thing about summer classes is they're eight weeks instead of the full sixteen. Yeah. So I took like get her done. I think I took like so you had like eight two summer sessions. Eight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Which your summer's gone, but worth it. I think. I mean. Yeah. I mean, you graduated in three years. Yeah. So saved me a year. And save you another twenty thousand dollars. That's right. That was another reason I wanted to graduate early too, because I had I had the awareness that student loans is gonna was come there? with it, yeah. but I didn't I didn't check along the way. I just had the plan to graduate early <laughs> yeah. and then figure out how much it was gonna be at the end. Man, that I mean, yeah, me too. I student loans scare me. I don't think I'll be in any student loans by the time I'm done. Oh, nice. 
I went to um, I went to community college VVC yeah. for two years, so I saved a bunch of money doing Heck that, yeah. and then I'm just online right now. Yeah, but it's that's scary. Student loans is scary. It is scary. It takes forever. It takes forever to pay off, and I mean, if I honestly feel somewhat lucky and blessed that I did live in a car for because I knocked them out fast, and that's unheard of. Yeah, you know? like I feel like, and I'm also the type of person like if something's hanging over my head. I'm going to be super aware of it just because Mm -hmm. like the idea of being controlled by something external and I have no choice but to be controlled by it. That's tough. That's tough. Mm -hmm. And I feel like student loans does that to people, you know, it's this, this um, weighted umbrella that is just continuing to rain and soon enough, it's going to, and it's just always following you around. Yeah. Always. It's like a gray cloud. (laughs) See, that's cool that you have that mentality and like you have that mentality too, Ben, that like student loans, like you don't want it. Cause some people are like, Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'll pay it later. Yeah. Like I listened to a Dave Ramsey thing and it was his student was $120,000 in debt. And then bought a brand new, like $40,000 car right after. Balling. God. <laughs> so just like 160,000 right there. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's, no, but it's cool that you have that type of mentality. Was it a cool car? I don't know. Could they live in it? That's the real question. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. So that's another question is what, car do you live in like what year model it's a 1986 chevy suburban um so it came to be that that was the car because as i continued this like half joke half serious i'm gonna live in a car like it kind of caught traction and my sister was like hey her dad we have different dads her dad was like (laughs) hey my dad is like kind of picking up on what you're saying and if you're really gonna live in it like live in a car he'll give you this truck and you can live in it. Whoa. Like, and that's when it became real. I was like, oh crap. Like, I might actually have to live in this, <laughs> yeah. this, this suburban. Uh, and I was like, let's do it. Yeah. So she gave it to me, or he gave it to me. And my brother and I turned it into a camper with a couch that turns into a bed, a bed, bed, and a sink that went straight through to the ground. And we made a bunch of mistakes along the way. Like, we, we had this idea of putting a swivel chair as the driver's seat because I was like, I'm going to invite my friends over. It's going to be cool. And I want to be able to turn and like hang out with them. Yeah. Use that chair. Yeah. And so we found this RV swivel chair in the junkyard and didn't measure it at all. But we started like sawing into the bottom of the truck straight into the ground. It didn't even fit. (laughs) And so there was four huge holes in the ground that you could just see straight into the asphalt and we never fixed it. And I just like (laughs) had to live with it. I like, like rats started coming in like when i was living in it and i was like oh what? my gosh yeah I, I was the rat i'm sure king. while you're like driving and it's really hot too all that oh. hot air from the asphalt is so sweaty <laughs> we took out the ac to make room for stuff and it was just blazing hot there was nights i thought i was gonna die i was like i'm gonna get so dehydrated and die in this <laughs> freaking suburban but i don't know we made out of life die with it. no student debts though hey it's true <laughs> and it doesn't get or it does get passed down it does yeah to your what is it? What did we learn the other day? Your kid or your something? Kid. <laughs> oh yeah. That's crazy. So it will it will legit follow you to the grave. It will legitimately go with you. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the only things you're guaranteed in life: death, taxes, and your student loans following you until you die. <laughs> Those are the only things. That's true. That's crazy. Yeah. So what's up? You gonna you gonna move into a car post post college? Dude, I've always thought. Of, I'm sure like every guy 
has thought about that and girl yeah. just living in a van and traveling around yeah what's well, cool now like on instagram you yeah, see like people's photos them. it's popular yeah van life yeah well yeah. Those sprinters too are so cool like yeah they're expensive but those are so cool you got a stove you got a sink you got yeah and i honestly think like some of those influencers are doing a little bit of disservice because it's not like an easy lifestyle. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. All, all you see is what they post on Instagram. And you yeah. all, that's all like the happy stuff. But like, yeah. I'm sure you have all the downfalls of it too. Like if if they're like me and they have to shower at a gym with eight eighty year old <laughs> naked saggy men, like it's not that cool. Or like if they're also like me, where you forget like to bring your clothes after you hit the gym, and so you have to wear. You shower and then you wear your sweaty clothes back to your car. Oh, it's like yeah. all those little things that make your life not 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 that it's not enjoyable, but not as like just that much harder. Comfortable. Yeah, like this beautiful life that you see on Instagram. Like I'm yeah. overlooking Zion, but you had to get out and take a dump in a hole that you dug. <laughs> you know, like they don't say stuff like that. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, has it has it been different? So there's like a term where. If you get uncomfortable with your life, new doors kind of open, things like that. Has that happened to you where you got into a position where you're you're super uncomfortable, you don't want to be there, but it's opened up different different doors? I, I would say almost like the opposite. It got super uncomfortable and everybody told me to stop and I had 40K left to pay off and I was like, I can't stop. Okay. So I, it was more of a grind. It was more I, of a grind. Okay. Yeah. So I also worked for the government and yeah. – they hated that. They hated living in. Like, You're not the, having like an address. Yeah, and I, I also think it was because I was young and I was doing some stuff that was this sounds sus, but doing some good things within the government that was uncommon for a young person. And like they launched an investigation and they went through all of my stuff. They audited like every message, email I ever no sent, way. all my time cards, all my work I ever done. Um, and like at that point, my family was like, "Pack it up, bro." Like knock it off yeah Yeah. um and at another really strange point i wasn't with my girlfriend at that point but we were talking and she was just like hey i'm going to europe you need to watch my toyota corolla and i was like how am i gonna watch your car i live in a car (laughs) so she drops off her corolla around the same time and i started living in the corolla instead for two months to get people off my back at work and it worked like they were like this guy drives a normal car. He's not yeah. like as oh, sus as we were, thought. Were you coming to work in your in your verb? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The uh, first day I got that job, they sent the dogs out on t- to sniff my car because they thought there was a bomb. And I'm like, <laughs> come on. Is that is that sus? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, okay, so your job, you work for the government. What do you do? I'm a software engineer. Okay. But I don't know. I got my hands mixed in some other stuff of like. Yeah building some innovation labs and like i think the coolest thing we ever did was this is unclassified i feel like it's okay for me to say okay. <laughs> uh, spill it we built this uh <laughs> robot that we didn't build the robot but we had this one-armed robot that was able to recognize mortars pick them up and like analyze and inspect it to see if it has any defects what? because you can't shoot mortar with defects or else you know right. you'll die and it'll scan it and it'll um, upload all the data into a website to be like viewed by somebody that's actually going to say, yeah, that looks good or doesn't look good. Take mm-hmm. photos of it, store it, and then push it over to the other side where it goes into like storage for a long time to see whether you can test it, use it in war or something like that. That's the cool stuff that I am yeah. like, cool. appreciative that I got the chance to do. Yeah, I feel like you do see a lot of a lot of cool things in your employment. Yeah, it's 
awesome. Super cool. But so my question to you, and this this is insane. So I heard you want to move to LA. You I do want to move to LA. Do you, yeah. do you have acting dreams? Is that? I do. Is that yeah. The, spill it. Let's hear it. Man. Yeah, I would love to make a move in acting, but I think I think it's two twofold. I think one of it is I have a passion for acting, and it's like I really care about the craft. But the other side of it is like influence wise, there's not. I shouldn't say, I don't know, whatever, let's go hard. There's not as many <laughs> people people in the industry that have influence that are like really careful about like how they're perceived to young kids or to like the youth of, I don't want to say America, but like our younger generation to where like these kids are growing up in a world where like they think drugs are cool and like living a lifestyle of luxury is cool, which, you know, that might be cool, but it's not where your true joy comes from. Yeah. So, like, part of that chase to L.A. is also, like, trying to invest in myself to hopefully be someone that kids can look to and be like, man, like, what's up with that guy? He seems happy and he's not doing drugs. He's not getting plastered every night. What has he got? And hopefully, I mean, we'll end up talking about the Jesus at the end of the day. But I think that's missing in the industry for sure. Well, it would be cool, too, if you come in and you, like, make your impact on, like, an industry that's, like, so – not evil, but like you could see it as evil. Secular. Yeah. And you're like that light in that industry and you kind of go in there and do some stuff. That would be pretty, that'd be pretty neat. Yeah. Plus it's cool stuff. Like I, I, I often under appreciate how much movies and TVs resonate with people. Yes. Like I have two office stickers on my laptop. That's a TV show that's made me laugh for years, Yes, but it's so old now and it's like still a part of my humor. Like, how yes. does TV and movies inspire us in a way where it's affecting our daily lives? Yeah. Like, Rocky Balboa is this character, but he's still, like, this representation of, like, what inspiration is. And it's like, we kind of forget that art, in the large scale of things, it's like people don't appreciate little artists because they're not making a huge impact, but they only appreciate the success of it. But they forget that. That's crazy. Like, even you doing this podcast is going to inspire somebody that listens, and that's going to resonate with them, and who knows? They might take a little piece that's going to affect them for the rest of their life. Exactly. Mm. Mind-blowing. Mic drop. Yeah. Literally, you could do it right now. I mean, <laughs> make a little tap. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, um, when starting this podcast, um, I've always thought about that. Like, even if it's not big. I always thought this to myself, and I think I told you, Parker, mm-hmm. that I don't care if five people listen, my, only my close friends, maybe a couple other people or yeah. a whole bunch of people listen. Yeah. I have, I do not care at all. Like yeah. this is something I want to do. And if it reaches even, even one person that either can change your life or honestly is even just entertaining for them, mm-hmm. that's enough because it's entertaining for me. I love doing it or I've loved doing it so far. Um, I've loved getting into it. I get to meet cool people like you and I get to learn from it as well. So I mean, even even the smallest amount of people listening, I would be so grateful and so happy. So I understand where you're coming from, and I think that's awesome. Like, make that move and and, and go for yeah, it, man. It. I want to see you on a TV show for sure. Man, I hope that I hope that comes true. <laughs> One of my goals is just be on a Netflix show. That's it, because I yeah. feel like that alone will reach reach enough people to yeah. like. Even if you're not the main guy, you can be yeah. somebody that people can like. You could even be a guy that's in the show that's still tangible enough that people can reach out to and you can affect their life, which I think is still yeah. an amazing thing. 100%. Yeah. Before we move on, can you turn off the fan with the thing? 
Turn off the fan, Parker. <laughs> I know I looked up at it. Mm. Just push that thing. Yeah, there it goes. Thank you, Parker. Thank you, Parker. No um, problem. Thank you, Parker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, how is that going to work with your um, with your job right now? Are you what's the what's the move there? Are you looking to continue your professional career while looking for uh, the gigs? Right. I think you got to. I think yeah. I think there's a time to go all in, and I think an all in move for me would be just moving out there. And I also think kind of the way we're talking about student loans is I think personal finance and being responsible with your finances is still important. So I think there's not a lot of room for me to not continue at least a stable career. Yeah. Right. Going forward. Well, didn't you talk about like maybe just like quitting for a year, giving like a whole year to just see what you can do with it? Yeah. And like seeing where that goes with. Yeah. I've got, I've got about six months worth of expenses saved up and yeah, I definitely like to get to like a year. Yeah. Cause if you go all in on something, it's not that it's unlikely that you're going to fail, but there's a, I feel like you diminish that incredibly cause there's less risk because you can do the dirty work that other people are unwilling to do. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like if you show up yeah. on a set and you work for free for 24 hours straight cause you don't have to, a job to go to the next day or you don't have kids to take care of or yeah. Yeah, it, right. I feel like it has more of a lasting effect. And I think it's also a mental thing, too. Like, when you're striving for something, and I'll make the metaphor of just paying off my loans. I had one focus when I was living in the burp, and it was pay off my loans mm-hmm. at yep. whatever it whatever it takes. Right. So if you're diving in, if I spend a year on any given goal, and my sole focus is on this, I feel like obsession goes a long way. Yeah, and you're so dedicated that like something's got to happen. It's got to, and yeah. if you fall on your face, you'll learn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So many, um, so many of the people that I like, I look up to or, you know, successful people in the past talk about obsession, about how it's like, if you just keep hammering away at something, eventually something will pop up, whether it's what you wanted in the first place or not. Yeah. But they always talk about that, that obsession part of it, where you have to be totally all in and if you have a backup plan and not to say you shouldn't have a backup plan but if you're if you're constantly falling back on what you think you should be doing or yeah or what people are telling you to do or what's smart then you're not as likely to get it not all the time but i think obsession is is really interesting you have to go all in for something if you really really want it so i mean yeah it's like what's the point of if you have this like in the back of your mind thought of man, this is the thing I want to do. Man, this is the thing I want to do. If only I could do this thing. It, once you cut the, all those excuses of why you're not doing that one thing, it, it's like this mental barrier is clear for you to have the success. It's it's almost like I think there's, until you get to that point of obsession, there's a fear of success that's not allowing you to be obsessed with it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I shouldn't do it because my parents don't think I should, so this little thing is holding me back. You know, and That's right. why I can't be fully obsessed because I got to do this other thing for my parents. Screw it, man. Right. Screw the backup plans. Right. Go all in. Go for it. Yeah. You only live once. Honestly, like YOLO has been, <laughs> it's been thrown around, but <laughs> truly like at the end of the day, you're going to be old and saggy and disgusting looking and not fun to visit in the hospital. Cause you smell weird. But if your kids, grandkids look you in the eyes and say, do you live a good life? And you went all out and you didn't, didn't waste any time on the things you want to pursue. You're like, yeah, 
I smell weird, but yeah, I got I, <laughs> I got wrinkles, but yeah. these are experience wrinkles. That's right. Because <laughs> I went all in. Well, might as well too. Like like the biggest fear for me is like looking back on my life and like, wow, like I didn't that wasn't fun. Like I didn't like live a cool like exciting life kind of thing. And like that's like the mentality that you know go out try it like look back on it back all right like if it works like look what you did if not like at least i tried kind of thing like i think that's so important so i think that's really cool yeah yeah and i i dude i felt i feel like i failed more this year than i have previously like ever before just like even i started up a software business last year and i feel like this uh, an entire year went by where we were trying to make money and we made like in revenue in total i think we had a revenue of like 600 bucks and i probably spent a, a lot times <laughs> that you know wow. and that's a little webby right yeah it's a little webby but i still feel like i learned so much about business that i wouldn't have if i didn't try uh-huh. like i i didn't know that i would find the most fulfillment from leading a team than actually selling something like i would think think that first sale that i had i thought that was going to be the thing that made me feel mm-hmm. good and it didn't and i wouldn't have known that if i didn't even try to do something dumb like start a business you know like i wasn't dumb it wasn't dumb but i thought yeah. it was pretty i thought it was pretty cool thank you i appreciate I that pretty cool. yeah yeah no um experiencing by doing something and experiencing it for yourself is the only way i think that you'll ever get past the resentment yeah for not doing something (laughs) yeah um for me it was so after i graduated high school i picked up a job at a staffing agency Mm -hmm. um great job i love the people there it was awesome they gave me a bunch of hours for a kid who's 18 and part-time going to school it was awesome yeah but for about two years i was working there in an office under fluorescent lights all day got a lunch break you know, hour lunch break, unpaid, went yeah. home every day, woke up the next. So that for me, I really like that position and it helped me a lot in my life by setting me up for different things. But at the same time, there's no way. Like I yeah. can't do that for the rest of my life. Yeah. I can't go into an office the rest of my life and, and work for somebody else. So by having that two years of experience in the office, I knew exactly what I wanted yeah. And I knew that I can't do that again. So yeah. I'm trying my best to avoid having to do that. Um, and the only way you're going to do that is by going into that job, experiencing it for yourself, and, and just doing and it. And finding if it's what you like or what you don't right. like. So. It could have worked out that I love that position, you know, got a job somewhere else in the same kind of, kind of job and, and built up from there. But you never know. You really never know until you do it, until you, until you live it. Yeah. yeah, it's just a matter of pulling the trigger. And I think the other thing that is good to mention is even if you pull the trigger, that doesn't mean you're not going to have to sacrifice a ton. Like the cost of obsession right. sacrifices so much. Like being obsessed about paying off my loans sacrificed a lot of relationship stuff. Like as much as it was a, a factor of people that came and visited me a lot and I saw my friends a lot more, the other side of it, was I couldn't even go very far. I had to stay between like 10 miles from my work because right. the truck would break down, and that's a big sacrifice. Or right. losing sleep, sacrifice. Not getting to eat, that's a sacrifice. But there's a payoff at the end. There's a payoff of being obsessed. And there's a payoff for what you're saying, like doing a job that who knows, who, who knew you were going to hate it? That's a sacrifice that you took for 
X amount of months to figure it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever thought about what your life would be like if you didn't live in the burb, if you didn't pull the trigger and, and, wow. and get that free? Where would you be at right now? Yeah. Wow. Dang. I feel like I'd probably be living in an apartment. Well, hey, you probably wouldn't be right here. Yeah, I wouldn't. That's right. I wouldn't be talking about it on a podcast. That's for <laughs> that's sure. sure. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'd yeah. probably be crying, stressed out that it's hanging over my head. I feel like, yeah. I, in general, I'm a... Uh, fairly obs- I don't know if obsessive is or whatever, but yeah, I feel like in general, once something is locked on, it's tunnel vision. And I feel like yeah. that's a blessing and a curse for me, but I don't know. Yeah. Do you guys experience the same things? I I can speak personally that whenever I do have that I don't normally feel that way. Mm-hmm. I don't normally act that way. But when I do it usually works out for the better. Yeah. If I'm all in, if I'm if I'm locked in on something like this, like the podcast, like if I know for a fact that I'm going to get it started and I do whatever I can in my power to get it started, yeah. then it usually works out. But you know, I haven't been like that in the past and I'm glad that it's working now, you know. Uh, what about you, Parker? I think for me, yeah, if I put my mind to something like I tell myself this, like if I put my mind to it, I know a hundred percent I'll be able to do it. So like the half Ironman, for example, like random, but like when we signed up, I was like, okay, I'm going to put all my, like everything I have into this and we did it. And then like, for example, in high school, like with college soccer, like I wanted to play college soccer and in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to put all my, like I'm going to put a hundred percent into it. I spent, I sent thousands and thousands of emails to different coaches and stuff like that. And I put my mind to it. And I'm not playing soccer right now, which I know that kind of contradicts, uh, <laughs> contradicts yeah. what I'm saying. But I had 13, 14 different offers to go play at different schools. And, like, that was kind of, like, the mentality. Like, all right, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to send the emails. I'm going to do the videos. I'm going to cut my videos. Like, I did so much behind, and I put so much into it. And that it was nice because it gave me the option to decide, okay, do I want to play college soccer or not? And, like, at the end of the day, I, had, I, I decided on the last day because I was like, well, I don't know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I chose San Diego State, and I think, like, Ultimately, that's where God wanted me to be, and I'm so glad that I'm here kind of thing. But I am glad that I put all my into it because I would hate for me to like look back now and be like, oh, like I could have played college soccer. Mm. But like you say, like I didn't have those offers. Like, oh, I could have put like 100% into it. Yeah. So that's kind of two examples where I put a lot into it. Why did you choose not to play? Um, I, at that point in time, Soccer was fun, but it felt like a job to me. Mm. Like it, I, I still love soccer so much, but it felt like a job to me. And I don't know if I could have. Well, first of all, the schools I was looking at, they were like out east and like just some schools that were kind of expensive. And um, it was kind of like for me, like the mentality for me was like, I don't want to I want to come out of college debt free. Um, and I felt like if I would have played soccer there, yeah, I would have got like a little bit of scholarship. But like the schools were like forty. Fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Like at that point, it's not worth it, kind yeah. of thing. So that's kind of why I decided. And then I was between Cal Poly and San Diego State, and chose San Diego State. So, and I'm glad I'm here. Hmm. It's cool. Because you wanted to rage. Yeah, yeah. I go to <laughs> all it, the parties. Yeah, was it the partying? <laughs> I go to every single party possible. <laughs> oh my gosh! During COVID too. Yeah. COVID parties yeah. specifically. COVID, yeah, <laughs> especially those. You came for the I'm COVID part of parties. <laughs> all the frats actually. COVID frat. <laughs> You're part of COVID-19 all of them. Frat. <laughs> Rush week was crazy. 
just no, sprinting no through the house. <laughs> like, hi, party. Party. <laughs> Go to the next one real quick. That's actually how I train for that. Oh, <laughs> That's how I got my running name. Sprinting through the frat house. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's another thing. So are you are you in on this uh, yeah, so this we, Iron Man idea? We talked oh, about it gosh. yesterday. We talked about it yesterday uh, on the podcast, and um, we're in. Yeah, what did you say? I feel like I need some context, at least a little bit, That's to know no, what just I'm say signing yes, up for. Just say yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got this paper right here. If you just sign this contract, it'll yeah, be all said, over. Yeah, we said Nick will pay for everything, and we'll do that. Right. Yeah. Flight to Costa Rica. Yeah. We'll live in the burb for a while to save some money. <laughs> oh, dude. And then we'll... Drive the burb to Costa Rica. To Costa Rica. <laughs> Honestly, I'd be game for that. I'm dying to make a trip, man. We should we should make a trip down to South America. How much... How well, many people can it... Nope. You, would, you spent... 10 minutes away from work because you were afraid it was going to break down. It was a different time. Now we're just sending it, oh, man. okay. Yeah. Right. We'll just leave the verb and cuss right <laughs> How many people can it fit? Um, Sleep four comfortably. Comfortably. So, really? Yeah, so us three were chilling. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So is that just just put the plans together like that? Right okay. There? I mean, it's, it's done. done. I'm, already, I'm already locked in. No, what we said yesterday was do the penny idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where we have a penny, trade it up to however much we need for the trip. The trip. So like, bikes we either buy or rent them, and then the trip out there, kind of like I think the race itself is like probably eight hundred, nine hundred bucks each. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's steep. But we do that, and then that funds us for the Ironman, which we do in another country. Hot so. dang! Did you know you can? <laughs> This is not morally ethical. <laughs> Did you know you could buy a bike at REI and then you could still return it within a year? No questions asked. I think you told me about this the other I day. I think our cost just went down for, that, <laughs> for the Ironman, guys. Also, did you know REI stands for, hope I get this right, yes. Recreational Equipment Incorporated? What yes. a bland name. Yeah. Right? Dude, I'm a who would have thought? I'm a member. No, you're not. Are you really? I what does that even mean to be a member? I don't know. I signed up. You get a free jacket? No, they gave me a free. Um, well, it wasn't free. I signed up for twenty dollars, and then they <laughs> gave me a twenty dollar gift card, so oh. it was free. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't use the gift card, oh. so it cost me twenty bucks. Didn't, isn't REI where you bought the stuff and then they gave it to you twice, or is that a different? Yeah, place? yeah. REI. Shout outs to REI. They. Um, <laughs> I bought like a hat, a jacket. A shirt and shorts, right? Shirt and shorts. Yeah, Sparker, thank you for... Yeah, it's not You like were there stock, for all of It's them? not like a stock you <laughs> I bought all of that for like 120 16.24 cents. Oh my gosh, he's on it. Yeah, he was, um, he was watching from outside, watching you change <laughs> through the window. Oh, those are some nice shorts. <laughs> I bet those, those cost you. Yeah, oh my God. No, I bought all those and they sent me two of each. Nice, because so, you're a member, bro. Because I'm a member. So <laughs> this guy's a member. We'll hook him me up. To, yeah, if you need me to hook you guys up for this, um, for this bike idea. Maybe you, maybe you can buy one bike and they'll send you two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, we need that. Please, yeah, reach out to yeah. your to your people. Dude, that was the hardest part of um, the Ironman. It stressed me out. So I don't have a road bike. Mm-hmm. I don't even have a any bike. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I never rode a road bike in my life. So I borrowed my friends. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was jank. It was a good bike, but you're not gonna ride 56 miles, miles on yeah. it. Yeah, um, it was re- really old too. Um, it's a BMX bike. <laughs> it was a, a tricycle, a, a beach cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, <laughs> and then I borrowed another bike from my um, some guy in my church, mm-hmm. and I think he's like five eight, five seven. Yeah, and I'm. Six, 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 eleven, six, nine. Yeah, yeah, I'm right six. I'm six thirteen, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was really small, and it was really hard to ride that that bike. So I don't really know anything about bikes. So this, we need to lock this in if this is going to be a an idea. Well, I think we need to learn about it. Especially if we go to a different country, I feel like it'd be really expensive to ship a bike out there. Mm, mm-hmm. So we could probably rent one of their bikes. But it's just like for the training, what bike are you Yeah, what do you do? You just got to borrow. Stationary bike in the gym all day long. <laughs> yeah. It's 56 miles. We can put one right here. Yeah. Right in the oh, middle yeah. of the room. Take turns. We could all hop on a podcast, just three stationary <laughs> bikes, just talking about our training as Updating we're doing it. Just as we're huffing <laughs> and puffing. <laughs> just hit the first mile. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling the sweat go down my back. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, do you remember the first time Parker that we trained and we biked in the, in this on the stationary bike in the gym? Yes, that was tough. Yeah, that was. We that was in S- no, that was our no. We I had ran. Video of it. We ran. Well, that was when I uh, wanted to be a football kicker. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. Um, but then we ran what two miles? Two miles it was like three, three miles, yeah. and then we went and did a bike afterward. I was like, I'm gonna vlog every day we do this. That was I did. Yeah, did but it was day. so hard. It, like, was it was hard. Yeah, extremely hard. Hot diddly, man. Well, thank you for convincing me to not do it. I'm out. Yeah, the well, biking was too much for me day one. Oh, it's crazy because you already signed the paper. <laughs> yeah, that we have it over. in writing right here. Uh, <laughs> I want to know what you guys are gonna trade up for with this penny. Okay, we were talking about this. I already know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to let you go first. No, I'm going to let you go <laughs> what first. What a gentleman. I don't know what I'm going to do, so go yeah, for it. I'll let you think about it. So, okay. about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, right when we moved in, I, well, okay, this is when I get probably like 50 bucks or something like that. How are you going to get the 50 bucks, though? That's the thing. You can't just the skip the 50. Yeah, yeah, the beginning is the hardest. I haven't figured that out yet, but I know okay. what I'm going to do once I get $50. All right. About two, three weeks ago. Oh my gosh, are you gonna use the desk idea? Yes. Oh my. Okay, tell. I know tell. I'll feel bad, but I can uh, go for it. Just tell. I bought a desk at Walmart for twenty-five bucks. Nice. I then assembled the desk, put it together, realized it was kind of too small, so then I put it up on OfferUp for fifty-five bucks. Yeah. Within like. 10 minutes i had three people saying that they were gonna buy the desk and i was like oh this is it and then this one lady texted me i really need the desk like i need the desk and i was like how bad do you need a desk what emergency <laughs> causes you to have a desk final exam <laughs> but anyway like i show up and it's her kid and her and she's like yeah like we've been looking for desks everywhere like no one has desks um and you walked into walmart and got it and right i walked in for minutes. 25 yeah. bucks yeah and she's like, no one has this. Like, we're doing the whole online learning. Like, I need this. And at that point, like, me and Brian were together. And I look at him like, oh, man, I feel so bad. Like, I feel so bad. I sold the desk for 55 bucks. <laughs> True businessman. <laughs> so, if, lady, if you're hearing this, I do apologize. But you, that would be my idea. I would buy a whole bunch of desks, assemble them, and then sell them. You're going to hire people to assemble them? You're going to end up having a factory line of people. <laughs> I actually just don't do the iron at all and just make a mass desk, <laughs> desk industry. So. 
a i mean there's obviously a need for it if she couldn't find yeah. a desk you might just be finding a hidden market nobody's really considered in a while yeah. maybe the desk is the way to go. i also not sure if because like it was right when school was about to start i mm. think for everybody yeah so i don't know if everyone was looking for a desk at that moment that's yeah i mean that's a fair thought too. but i also put this desk up i bought it for 60 bucks 50 bucks i think mm-hmm. and i put it up for like 150 because i like like the desk and i just want to see what i can get and someone offered me like 120 for it dang yeah and Gosh. you didn't sell it dude yeah. where's uh, the business where's the business mentality if it's still in your room man you gotta because have it, when i went to, when i went to walmart that was the last one they had mm. yeah yeah you gotta know when you got the goods yeah so that would probably be my from one to fifty though, or penny to fifty dollars. I don't know. What about you, Nick? What am I gonna do? Yeah, what's the what's the penny, first first buy? It's not. It's you can just. Is it supposed to be I trade a penny for things, or, or is it literally or anything to earn p- more than a penny? I think anything, right? Like I think we can like what we can do is maybe like trade. You get something, and yeah. then like you can sell it for money, and then like yeah, yeah, buy something. Yeah, yeah, that's super fair. Right. First thing I'm gonna do is. I'm going to go on Facebook Marketplace and type in free jet skis. And I'm going to trade <laughs> a penny for a jet ski. Wow, okay. Right away. Because that's the highest commodity that anybody could want is mm-hmm. a jet ski, no doubt in right. my mind. And then from the jet ski, I'm going to trade somebody for a, a dinghy boat. And then from the boat, I'm going to trade them for two kegs. And then from the two kegs, I'm going to go to a frat house, and they're going to give me a car because they have a big party coming up. Yeah. But they, they're like, we'll a do anything COVID for party. it. Wait, yeah, a car for two kegs? Dude, this is the party of the year. This frat is desperate. They're, Trust me, I know about frat parties. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> they need their kegs. Oh, my god. Kegs are on the low since COVID. Yeah. And I'm going to land myself like a 1994 Honda Civic. Okay. It's probably pushing 270,000 <laughs> miles, 270,000 miles. <laughs> And then from there, I just I cash out. Probably that's probably enough for a trip to Costa Rica, yeah. right? Well, how much is a trip to Costa Rica? We're like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, but then the Iron Man and the bike. And oh, the you're telling me I gotta keep going, suit, dude? You gotta keep going. <laughs> I gotta flip this car, get another car, yeah, right, and then just keep flipping until I get a house. And then once I get a house, I'll sell the house. Okay. okay. And then I'll join. And the then you Iron can Man. pay yeah. for all our Ironmans because you have a house. Gotcha. Yeah. Maybe or then we could just rent it out and then do an Ironman like ever, every <laughs> so often. All the cash flow is going straight into our <laughs> Ironman hobby for sure. <laughs> See, I have a, um, I think it's a little more realistic. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Are you kidding okay, me? Okay, the jet ski idea, bro? Idea oh, you got to get good. a jet ski for free. Honestly, I'm sure there's a guy that's dying to get rid of his jet ski. There's a guy probably like 52, 53 that jet ski's seen its heyday. This guy has seen his heyday. The wife's sick of seeing it in the yard. It was like a midlife crisis jet ski bot. Yeah, and the wife is so mad that it's in the yard. She's like, it's an eyesore. Get rid of it. And he's like, okay. I love it. And then one day, the wife's going to snap. And I'm going to be there. Sell you that I'm going to be there to get the jet ski. Yeah. Okay. So don't worry. I've thought my side through. What, okay. what's, what's your plan? My plan, I think, is from a penny... You got. I got to trade up to a dollar somehow. So I think I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna trade the you penny for a pen. Okay. I'm gonna go to like an office somewhere and ask for a pen. Okay. And then I'm gonna try to sell that pen. <laughs> I like that you're gonna trade the penny. You're not gonna be like, hey, can I borrow a pen? It's gonna be. Oh, like, that's You want to trade the penny for a pen? <laughs> I guess I could just yeah. Just you could just like steal all their pens. <laughs> and you just walk in. Just give me these pens. Give me these pens. <laughs> um, and then try to sell the pen. 
for a dollar. I'm thinking, but I'm going to... Ex- <laughs> Man, gonna, that was so suspenseful. I'm going to explain to them what my what my motives are. Okay. So maybe I'll get that dollar, maybe not. But if I get the dollar, I'm going to go to the Dollar Tree. Okay. Because that's the best place to spend a dollar. Or the 99 cents. Oh, store. shoot. What about tax, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't think this. Well, I'll ask for two packs for Ask for two pens. And oh. I'll buy a some sort of candy, like chocolate or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like where this is going. Each chocolate, go door to door for like a dollar and explain to them my. What are you trying to do? What I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have about, maybe I'll do that for a little while, get about 20 bucks. And then from there, buy, sell stuff on OfferUp. Yeah. Um, or play against sports. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good idea too. Yeah, play against sports is like the way to go. You've already done this. Oh yeah, I tried to. How was your experience? What? I didn't it? know that. I tried to do a Well th- he was you were in a competition with your friend, right? Yeah, I was in a competition with one of my friends. His name's Bobby Frisch. Huge shout out right there, baby. My baby boy Bobby. Ooh. But we were trying baby boy, to Boulder Bobby. <laughs> baby boy Boulder Bobby boy. <laughs> we were trying to earn a thousand dollars in 48 hours and he is a businessman himself Whoa, but his yeah, business is it. successful <laughs> he crushed it and we were trying to go from zero dollars to a thousand without any starting capital so you had to figure out a way to earn money without even you can't spend a dollar to get a dollar mm-hmm. kind of deal and i tried to i tried to do a lot of stuff i tried drop shipping I tried going door to door to like restaurants and local stores in San Diego saying, I'll build you a website. Um, I ended up getting money from cash app referrals. Like you get five bucks if somebody signs up. Yeah. Yeah. And I ended up making 20 bucks and then I bought a wetsuit at the Goodwill (laughs) that you should get your wetsuit from. Gotcha. I got that for thirteen fifty, and then it didn't sell. And then I spent another five bucks on Craigslist ads, and then I ended up with a dollar eighty five at the end of it. But I did end up selling that, selling that wetsuit like three months later for sixty bucks. So, okay. but didn't that wow. sell get you banned on offer up? It did. Okay. <laughs> Whoa! Get me fired up here. This chick, man. <laughs> she offers sixty. Whatever. I think I had it up there for. 90 bucks or something she was like i'll give you 60 and i'm like i'm just get this thing out of my face so yeah let's do this right and so she buys it and then she i'm like this is a great experience (laughs) five stars for you i check the app one star for me i'm like what's wrong here lady what's your deal and i message her i message her i'm like what do you not like the suit what's your deal and she came and tried it on and everything she went to the bathroom she took pictures in it she's the whole shebang, yeah. as much of offer up as you could go, man. Top experience, the, uh, the highest experience. Yeah, right. smiles on the faces, <laughs> eye contact, like the full nine yards for this suit. And she says, "I put it on, and the water still got in the suit when I was in the ocean." I'm like, "What do you think? You want to be drier than a desert? <laughs> what, like, yeah. what do you expect's gonna happen?" And she said, terrible experience. You're ripping people off one star. And I deleted the app and I deleted my account. What? Never went back. Isn't Isn't water supposed to get in your wetsuit? Yes. Doesn't like warm you that way? Yeah. I don't know. It's not like a Frozone suit, you know, like it's not from the Incredibles (laughs) here. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm livid. I'm still upset. You hit hit a soft spot right there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Gosh, Parker. What are you doing? I shouldn't have done that. But on the other, on the flip side, my homie. Yeah. My homie killed that challenge. Yeah. Destroyed. Okay, yeah, I want to hear this. He, he, so he is in the construction 
landscape industry and he knows right. all about dirt and soil and rocks and he right. found these rocks on craigslist for free and he somebody like paid him to go pick them up 150 bucks and then he picked up 150 dollars worth of rocks and then Whoa. sold them for 600 dollars same day isn't that crazy? Within 400. four hours, the first four hours, I mean, and then seven hundred and fifty bucks. And then he just like didn't try the rest of the challenge, and I was like, I'm not catching up, bro. Are you yeah. kidding me? Oh my! Oh, and then he brought someone in and out for lunch, and they gave him twenty bucks. So he ended up with like seven seven seventy or something. What? Who is this guy? He's just uh, a legend. Sounds get like him it. on the podcast, dude. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby Frisch. Frisch. He's honestly he's a great entrepreneur. Like wow. um, I pick his brain all the time about how he grows and scales his business because he dude he's he's on it there's some people who just get it they just get exactly like they know what to do yeah it's like innate i feel like a lot of my innate ability is just an effort and hard work and trial and error Mm -hmm. but some people just like make i think i read something the other day where it talked about how leaders have maybe this goes for entrepreneurs too leaders have the ability to identify patterns and make associations between the patterns to make better decisions Hmm. and he seems like the guy that just yeah he's just one of those guys they're like those are nice rocks i know rocks i'm gonna get some rocks sell these rocks (laughs) like beautiful pattern gosh i would have never have known yeah that's great that well that might be another strategy go to like craigslist go to the free section and see what you can get from there yeah that's true see what you can buy or not buy but you could probably find a lot of people um, have free cars that are broken down on like mm-hmm. their big huge lots and you can pay a, like a tow recycle company mm-hmm. to go get it and they'll pay you 400 bucks for it so wow like at a minimum that might be the move yeah Dude. a lot That's of options you know. a lot of options it's crazy <laughs> or you can um or you could leverage leverage companies what is this oh. remember <laughs> yesterday <laughs> you just gotta leverage them what do you do for work no leverage companies yeah. Hey, I'm, I know people. I meet people. <laughs> I, have, I have a mentor. I've had a mentor for five years. Quit my nine to five. Quit my nine to five. <laughs> Did you tell them how you met this guy? Or? No. So I'm serving. Actually, you know what? He texted me today. No. Again. He, he said you me. need a mentor? <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. <laughs> Bro, he said, he goes, sorry I didn't respond to your, because t- he said yesterday, he said, hey, it's Cr- um, Corey. Corey. Yeah. Hey, it's Corey. I go, hi, Corey, like, good meeting you or something like that. And he goes, he doesn't respond. And then he responded today. He said, sorry, I couldn't get back to you. Um, let me know when you want to meet up for coffee and blah, 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 blah. I'm available tomorrow if you, you know, he's just going off. And yeah. I'm like, you think he's part of a cult? I don't know, dude. Well, he's all the time in the world. He was a really cool guy, but I don't, I still don't know what he does. Yeah, like he was generally, gen, generally charismatic, like, like yeah, it seemed he, like a normal guy. Just something was a little. Explain the explain the story to him. How you, how you met Corey? Oh, uh, we yeah. were <laughs> we were surfing, and actually, I was surfing with Parker and Nick, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of went away from the group. I don't know why. I just kind of swam off. You a like bit. went to the left, and me and Nick were up to the right. Talking yeah. And, stuff. and so this guy comes up to me and he says, "Hey, be careful! There's a big old stingray, big old stingray <laughs> right there." And I go, "Oh yeah, I know. I I stepped on." Two today, yeah, which yeah. I did. I stepped on two stingrays, but I didn't get stung. You survived both. Yeah. Dude, it's it's going to happen soon. One of these days. I'm really scared. One of these days. Just let me film it if it happens. Dude, yes. <laughs> yeah. You got it. Um, the thumbnail. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, yeah, I, I stepped on two today. And he's like, that's crazy, man. He goes, hey, by the way, 
do you come here often? I was like, oh gosh. He's hitting on you. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> not again. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and um, I go, I go, yeah, I mean, it's like my third time, I think. And he's like, oh, I come here all the time. He goes, what do you do? Do you live here? And I automatically knew exactly what he was trying to get at. Like, he just seemed like that kind of guy. Yeah. He goes, I go, what do you do? And he was like, I don't really do anything right now, but you know, I, I'm an entrepreneur and I've had a mentor and it's just so good to have a mentor in your life. And I'm like, Oh great. And he goes, I know we're in the water right now, but afterwards, if you want to go in, I can give you my number. We could hook up. We could get coffee. I've known this guy for like two minutes yeah. and he's already given me his contact information. Yeah. So he met up with me in the, in the parking lot. He found me and uh, yeah, he got you. I wonder how he found you. He, he told me he's like I'm gonna be on the left side and I was like yeah we're we're in the parking lot you know he was I'd, probably just on his surfboard and then just like waiting till you went in and was like all right there he is he's in see, and then followed us in he was like when are you guys gonna leave and I was like I don't know we're gonna be out here for a little bit longer <laughs> and dude we got swept away like we I was, yeah I was gonna say we're really far out there the fact that he timed that is very impressive just, he's got binoculars he's yeah, watching us it's just insane <laughs> and he found us and he he was the one that. I actually, he gave me a lot of knowledge. He said that student loans follow you to the grave. And yeah. I did not know that. I didn't know so, that either. I'm going to be honest. So he did kind of. So, shout out Corey. Yeah. Shout out Corey. Maybe I'll just keep texting him and getting knowledge that way. He could be my mentor from afar. Yeah. I like that. But, um, yeah. Cool. Little text tour. I got to get a mentor. <laughs> An absolute. Well, I asked him too. I was like, cause I, I didn't meet him when you guys were surfing. And then I was like, oh, so like, what do you do? And he, and he goes, ah. Uh, Nothing. Or what do you say? Like he said, nothing. By the way, did you know about student loans? Like yeah, nothing. the complete also, diversion. Like completely avoided it. Oh my goodness, he that was killed so it. Funny. He was he was killing it. Yeah. Good old Corey. The other yeah. thing, dude. The other person we should mention that oh, wow opened my eyes up. Kenneth Copeman. Kenneth is that his name? The freaking pastor, the preacher oh, with the yeah. private jet. I the just remember, learned about him. Oh two my days gosh, ago. yes. <laughs> that guy is. Insane. I think he, I honestly, I mean, hopefully this isn't defamation, but I don't think it is. I think he might be demon possessed. I really or do. I honestly yeah. think that like he's doing it and he's like faking it. Like, yeah. He just yeah. doesn't believe it at all. Yeah. Because he was like, like she would ask him a question and he'd be like, don't you say it. Don't you say that. And then like he'd freak start out. laughing or something like that. Or, like, like you have pretty eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, like, and then like pull away. <laughs> It's like, oh, let me tell you something. And I'm like, this guy's insane. Don't yeah. you ever talk to me like that. But you also have very pretty yeah, eyes. Yeah. So don't, you know. For I'm, people who don't know, I'm cool. he is a pastor. Mm-hmm. What a multi. He's a televangelist. I, I, his net worth online, when I looked it up, said $850 million. Jeez. No. Yeah, and falling. basically, he's been put under like fire because he spent, he's spent a lot of money. Like he has his own private jet. Yeah. yeah, he's crazy. He's got like a Gucci, Gucci suit in a versace watch like in his pastor videos he's just living a life of luxury and it's honestly i i want to talk to that lady that interviewed um him i think her name is lisa guerrero or guerrero one of the two because she did that's probably one of the best interviews i've ever seen because he used Mm -hmm. multiple deflection tactics of like trying to ask her the question back like hey let me ask you this he tried intimidation mm-hmm. and then he just tried to plainly not answer her yeah. question like avoid it completely she was so calm the entire calm time. persistent like stared in his yeah. demonic eyes and just said we need to talk about this comment i yeah. thought i thought she was incredible but at the same time he's got to be demon possessed for sure he's 
insane. It's a bi- business genius. It was so funny <laughs> too because he was like, "I love Inside Edition. Like, I I've always wanted to be on Inside Edition. Yeah. Me and my wife always talk about it. So like, it's like, all right, you're on it. But like, you're, just, <laughs> you're like, you're crazy. You like, got it. Uh, yeah, that was insane. What's his name? Kenneth Copeman. Kenneth Copeman. Gosh, that's so crazy. I never even heard of this dude, and he has eight hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah, I didn't hear, hear of him until two days ago. I think you mentioned it, right? His private jet. No, didn't you? Or you mentioned it? Well, one of the, he wasn't even Jones the guy that I was talking about. I was, no. <laughs> I was talking about another. I saw a video. Maybe. I don't. It might have been. Maybe him. it was the same yeah. guy. But it, it was just a video of a guy, I think, and another pastor explaining why they got Yeah, yeah. Okay. Was one yeah. of. Okay. Well, they're explaining they needed a private jet because if they were on a commercial air flight, they couldn't spread their arms and pray because it's too cramped. So they need a private jet. Well, and Kenneth said like, "Oh, I don't want to go on those airlines because like it's demon possessed or something." Yeah, like it's that. full of demons. It's yeah. full of demons. She's like, "Well, what do you?" She was like, "Well, what do you mean by this?" Yeah. And he would just avoid it every time. And he, she kept going back. Well, what do you mean? What, what, what do, you do you really mean? mean? What do you what mean, mean by this? Actually, Gosh. do you really think they're demon possessed? Well, okay, so here's here's my reasoning. I think. He has everything the devil would want. He's got mm-hmm. he's got worldly power. Mm-hmm. He's got fame. He's got riches. He's got influence, and he's tarnishing Jesus's name. Mm. I feel like, dude, is that? I feel like that's the that's the bread and butter goal of the the prince of the world, right? Yeah, yeah, the anti antichrist, right? Hot dang! I don't know if he's the antichrist, but dude, is he's, that what you're saying? No, I don't Uh-oh. think he's that far. Oh. What do I know? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't, I ain't going to say no. Damn. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That guy was insane. I was watching him, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. So I think I'm going to change my plan for the penny strategy. I'm okay. just going okay. to try to earn enough money to run a commercial at, like, 9 p.m. to all the elderly folk and tell them, Bom- donate to me if yeah. you want to get to heaven and you get some salvation right away. Yeah, you got to have that. The accent, Southern, too. yeah. yeah. <laughs> COVID nineteen. Yeah, that guy's on one. Crazy. I kind of want to watch one of his uh, sermons, sermons, and see what it's all about. Yeah, me too. Because who knows? I mean, this is yeah. this is also like a really incomplete. Maybe he's just like really money driven. Yeah, and like, but he's like a really good Christian, but he's just really money. Like that's his sin. His 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 sinful. Yeah. Uh, he loves flaw. money more. Yeah, money's at the his heart. I don't who, know who's the other big. Um, Tella, Joel Osteen. Joel, Joel Osteen. Osteen. I don't know anything. Was that under guy. fire or something? They, these guys are all under fire for for something. They're it's because they're balling. I feel like he's the most popular, right? Mm-hmm. Joel Osteen. Yeah, I keep I, hearing that yeah. name, but like I'll go over to people's houses. People who are not religious, by the way, like or at least they claim they're not being or something. Like yeah. yeah, and I'll see a Joel Osteen book on their shelf. I'm like, what are you, is this what, like, your introduction to Christianity? <laughs> like, is this yeah. what you're listening to? Yeah. Or reading? And it's like, what? Uh, I've never listened to one of his sermons before. Yeah, and I don't, I I honestly haven't heard him, but I'm just like, are they, is everybody listening to the big names first mm-hmm. because it's the big name? And is that why they have all this money? Just because they can, re- they're good at marketing. They can reach a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Could be, and it could be a lot of the reason why people are turned off. I mean, granted, Christianity alone yeah. is also insane to 
it's insane to believe in, in a sense, like there's, like we were saying in the old Testament, there's a lot of crazy stuff, but mm-hmm. I think it might get the ba- a bad stuff. rep. Yeah. yeah. But also there's guys like Rick Warren who has the purpose driven life. It was the second most sold book of all time. And he lives off of 10% of his wealth and gives away 90%. That's so cool. Well, yeah. And which is a quote, complete opposite of what we're yeah. seeing with these other two guys. And I'm not saying like Rick Warren's, the man, but I'm saying that's a really good example of how to use your wealth. Exactly. Yeah. Not letting money come in your way and controlling your life. Yeah. At all. I, honestly, like we, we talked about if you won $200 million, but I imagine that's probably stressful if you suddenly had a bunch of money. Yeah. Yeah. That would be. Would you, be okay. Overwhelming. Would, you, would you tell a lot of people, would you like post it on your Instagram? Heck no. Million? Like, I have one too. No way. Man. Would you? No. Why not? I just don't want people who like think they need money or like or they come up like they test me, hey like Remember third you? grade? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I gave you that fruit snack in third grade? Yeah. <laughs> Pay me back with interest. <laughs> like, I don't know. And just out in the public too, people look up where you at, where's your family? They yeah. so, I don't know. That'd be scary. Yeah, I would there's no way I would tell people. I would tell my family and that's it. Would you wait to tell your family? Or would you tell them right away? I'd tell my family right away. How would because you? Because I would need guidance. Yeah. Like, there's no way I could do it alone. How would you approach it? Like, mom, dad. Hey, dad. Hey, I won the lottery. Um, also, <laughs> see, going to get food. See Can you later. I spend the night, please. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a place to stay? <laughs> yeah. No. My yeah. My dad's like one of the wisest people I know, and like I would tell him. I wouldn't even tell like my sisters first or like my mom yeah, or anything yeah, yeah. i would just like tell Stick him dad. get guidance and then like my family and that's that's it go from there yeah that's fair that's a tough spot to be in honestly i think all the external friends and family i would wait a bit i'd wait oh, until yeah. i feel like i had a grasp on the entire situation because mm. how much yeah. money you actually have yeah that's so much yeah like under understanding the gravity of it and understanding like i think my biggest fear would be like i'd want to make a decision right then and there because it'd be like i got 200 million i gotta do the best thing with it in 24 hours and i gotta go for yeah. it but you can like live your normal life still and like yeah you could just live your life for like three months until you just really it. process yeah it. process everything until you got it would you still live in your burb <laughs> now okay not 200 million let's go more like sprinter van yeah <laughs> you'd upgrade yeah, yeah. Um, if you ran into a couple mil for just any reason, it. yeah, I just ran into. Would it. you? Would you still live in the burb or some sort of easy living mm. or simple living? I should say. I'd probably live minimalistically. Minimalistically, did I say that? Right? Oh. Yeah, min minimally, minimalistically. Yeah. Uh, I think I would probably have just a normal place, but just not as much clutter. You know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think something that I've learned from living in the car is. Like there's so many things that I just don't need. Like I just look at yeah. it. Like I haven't used that in two years, but I hold on to it for whatever reason. Like I still reason. need it. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's yeah. like, I'm gonna throw this away. Whoa, well, don't do that. <laughs> I might need it one day. I look at that every day. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't it want to be in that spot. Otherwise, yeah. it's gonna be off. <laughs> Ruining my chi. Honestly. <laughs> my chi. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Uh, I'm. I'm always really impressed with people that have wealth and like can still understand that material things like you don't need all of them yeah. you know there's no purpose for them because you still sleep and wake up and eat and stuff 
I feel like I would want to try better food for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Upgrade that a little yeah. bit. I mean, Easy Mac is, you know. Yeah. What do you eat? I think I saw like a post. You posted something like peanut butter and jelly all the time. Is there. Dude, there was like, there was two weeks where I just only ate. I ate one. That's not true. There was like three months where I ate one PB&J a day. And it was terrible. It was stupid. What? But I mean, I didn't spend that much money. And yeah. Help me pay off the loan, so. But I, my body became really malnourished. Yeah. And it didn't imagine. like that. It started processing things in ways <laughs> your body shouldn't. Like I would come into work stinky. Okay, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you. Sure. Living in Burb, what is the craziest thing that's ever happened? Craziest thing that's ever happened? Yeah. Wow, what a question. First I feel one, like you've told me some stories, but like, what's like the craziest thing? I don't know. I feel like there's two. There's like, there's a story that I feel like I can't explain, and then there's a story that's just kind of crazy that it happened. One time I was, <laughs> I was sleeping on Camp Pendleton, the base, mm-hmm. and you cannot sleep there overnight. Uh-oh. But it was weird. I like wanted to be by the beach, and they have their own private beach there, and I was. I had this like gut feeling when I went to bed, like I should move because yeah. there was no other cars because who's going to be there overnight if you're not supposed to be yeah. there overnight. And I set my alarm for like early, like five thirty or six so I could get up to uh-huh. not be in my car in case anybody came through. And I just like slept through my alarm and I woke up to like knocks on the burb, like and chattering. And I was like, Oh, oh no. no. I was yeah. Like, I slept through my freaking alarm. <laughs> I was like, I'm done for. And I peeked over the curtain and there was, uh, Marine police with like huge assault rifles on every corner of what? the burb, and I like was like, oh no, I'm screwed. <laughs> like this is it. This is this is the end of everything. And I like crawled out of the bed, and there's like this little spot in the middle of the burb where like there aren't any crevices to see into that little spot. So I just like kind of sat there, like thinking, should I get out? Yeah. Should I stay? In? Should I just wait these guys yeah. out? Like what should I do? I don't know if I made the right decision because it seemed like they were like giving up by the point of time I I came out and they're like, what in the world? Like they're like, we thought a dead person was in there. Like we thought you were dead. What? And I was trying to play it off. Oh, I was just trying to get up early to catch the swell, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, don't ever do that again and get off of the base. And I was like, oh man, that could have went way worse than it did. Really sideways, but. That's crazy. They had assault rifles out. Just yeah, ready. yeah. And gosh. I'm like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> like, everybody's gonna take cracks with an assault rifle at this thing. Like, gosh dang, it's like paper thin sheet metal holding this thing together. <laughs> well, they thought a dead body was in there. Like, yeah. why would you even need? I don't know. Yeah, that's funny though. That's crazy. It's weird. I was gosh. I was like, yeah, I'd be scared. I was like, yeah, I was, yeah. I was stressed. I was, stre- I was stressed <laughs> like, oh, dude, wow. I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> wow. Was that the story that you couldn't really tell or the, I could tell both stories. The other story is, um, it was like right when I started living in the burb and I was trying to figure out the best places to park and I always wanted to park. This is dumb. You should always try to park where so- there's light. So mm-hmm. in case something goes down, like everybody can see what's going down yeah, and yeah. you might be able to survive. Right. But I wanted to park in places that were dark cause I wanted to be able to sleep, which was dumb. It was dumb, but <laughs> it was early. It was like my second week. And so I turned down the street that was like 
pitch black dark and there was like one abandoned rv down at the end i was like i'll just park here it's like there's an rv here yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah. and so i had taken pre-workout for the first time so i was just like adrenaline is already through the roof and i'm like yeah. like i feel like it made me paranoid too a little bit because of all the negatives yeah like because i couldn't fall asleep pre-workout's crazy i hate it i, I can't do it <laughs> i was like I was, I was shaky and i was also it was brand new to me living in the burbs so i was like paranoid that somebody was going to come and yeah. i kept peeking over all of the the curtains to like make sure nobody was coming and I finally was like, all right, I'm going to lay down. And I like was laying down with my eyes open, just staring at the ceiling. And this car pulls up behind me with its lights on and just shuts them off. And I'm like, oh, oh this no. is. Yeah, that's not good. And there's no one else around. It's just me in this car now. Yeah. In an abandoned RV. And there's like forest on the right side of the burb. And there's just the street on the left side. Because I wanted to be able to get out and pee in the forest if I had to go. You know, right. whatever. But this guy pulls up. And it's just like quiet for too long. Like 15 minutes go by and this guy hasn't gotten out. And I'm like, I'm stressed. Yeah. I, I kept a police baton in the burb. I was holding on to that thing. <laughs> that thing was whipped out. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do if he comes in here, but maybe hit him on the head or just scream. And he'll be like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> and so I hear this guy come out and flip flops. Just like all the way to the front of the burb and then he stops and i'm like this guy's gonna get into the driver's side like i'm so like freaking out yeah but yeah. i'm like why is he stopping and i'm also thinking if this guy's in flip-flops he's also not ready to throw down you know like, yeah you, you got the advantage on him yeah who's trying to throw down in flip-flops right nobody ever maybe he was just badass <laughs> he, he could do it in flip-flops yeah. do whatever i want in these flip-flops you run away yeah. and just <laughs> ninja star yeah yeah just nails you but then it's like there's this pause and then out of nowhere he just sprints and books it into the forest just takes off and i'm like trying to track him yeah he was gone and i was just watching him like run into the dark abyss and i didn't see him the entire night Oh, that's and I made a terrible mistake. I was like, I'm gonna put my faith in God and stay here. And I'm like, I should have just moved. I should have just moved. That would have been the better idea. Oh my gosh, that's never a good idea. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I, I slept there for like three hours, and I woke up, and that guy's car was there, and there was like no tracks in this guy's flip flops. Like he'd never been there, and I was like, this is, I'm never coming scary. back. <laughs> never Whoa. coming back. And I never parked there again. I was like, I'm so done. Gosh, yeah. he could have had a good reason. Maybe he saw like. A bear or something. Gotta get that bear. He's like, oh, that's a nice car over there. That's a nice bird. Let's nice check bird. it out. Bear. 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 Sprint. Gone. <laughs> Gotta save this guy from the yeah. bear. <laughs> Don't worry, bird man. I'll save you from this bear. <laughs> you got a <laughs> Yeah. He turns around and just throws both his foot up. It's like a boomerang. Comes right back to his hand. <laughs> Knocks the bear out. That's scary. I'd be freaked out. I would be too. Yeah. Those are like all... like When that happened right in the beginning, I was like... Maybe it's good it happened in the beginning. I was dumb enough to keep going, but I feel like yeah. maybe halfway through, I'd be like, "Dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm out of here." Yeah, that is the number one thing that scares me. It's other people. It's yeah. like there's, I can watch a horror movie and it could be like spiritual, really? like devil, crazy. I mean, it's scary, mm -hmm. but the scariest thing to me is like, have you seen Parasite? Yeah, yeah. So I love that movie. They're like squatting in the house, and they're they're taking over the house. That's the scariest part. It's like just knowing that that's real. Yeah, is the what are they called? 
squatters, spotters. Yeah, yeah squatters. Where people like will just Stay live home. in an abandoned house. Yeah. That's the scariest part to me. I, I hate that. I can't. It's an unknown variable. You don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. And people are crazy. Like, you don't know if they're on PCP and they're just going <laughs> to rip your house apart. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, people scare me. People also make me laugh, though. Like, if you just walk on the street and you look at people, oh, just watch people you'll around. have the best time of your life. It's so much fun. It's crazy. It's a wide array of people. It blows my mind that everybody looks different. That still amazes me. Yeah. How is there so many people and none of us look alike? I mean, shout out to the identical twins, but none of us? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. DNA. I've, I've heard that like you have seven people in the world that look, look just like you. Is that true? Doppelganger? Uh, I have no clue. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not. Like, how do they figure seven? Like, uh, yeah. Search the whole world through seven people. (laughs) They're going to start cloning people soon. They're doing it in China. Are they really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. What? Do you have the inside scoop because you work for the government? Uh, Legally, I cannot say. (laughs) You heard this? You got on record. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I heard. Like, they're already doing it with animals, right? They've been doing it for. I think they've been doing that for a while. A long time. Like, wasn't the sheep the first one or the. Yeah. I forgot what it was called. Yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a yeah. <laughs> I want to know if you clone somebody, does their soul go with them? Or do they get a new soul or do they get no soul and it's just a lifeless, oh my gosh. lifeless body, shell of a person with consciousness? That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have an answer. You have me stumped. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go back soul. to you on that. Okay, so if a clone gets its own consciousness and it doesn't have a soul, but it chooses to accept Christ as, as it going to heaven. Oh, my. The real question. These are the hard-hitting <laughs> questions. Let me pull oh my, my Bible. Okay. Wait, say that says. again. If a clone has consciousness and it accepts Christ, but we don't know if it has a soul because it's a clone, does it go to heaven? I'm sure one day we'll figure it out. When we die and go to heaven, we'll just ask we'll a clone. Ask a clone. <laughs> or if we don't see any clones. Yeah. Or will we just know? Are we going to see clones in our lifetime? The end of the world might happen before then. That's true. Parker, you're big on the end of the world stuff. I am. I think. Well, you think it's gonna happen? I. I don't it's know. gonna happen. Oh One yeah, day. it's gonna happen. <laughs> It'd be cool to see it in our lifetime. It would be really cool to see it in our lifetime. Um, yeah. Because that just means that we're we're going home. But, like, I, I don't know if it's gonna happen soon. I feel like there's like, like a lot of stuff has happened. But honestly, it's all up to God and whatever He wants to do it. So. Were we talking about this where um, we're talking about, okay, I think it was you. So say the world ended in 2060. Mm-hmm. Oh. So we're going to be like yeah, yeah, yeah. 60 years old or 64 yeah. or whatever it is. You were born in 2000? I was born in 1999. Okay, cool. I caught 15 days of the 90s. Hey, I was a 90s, a 90s kid. Kid. Best days of your life. That's right. For sure. <laughs> I was in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, no. So if you knew the world was going to end in 2060, yeah. It would be easy. You would live your life like you're going to be dead or not dead, but you're at the end of the world is going to come at 60. Yeah. Why if we know that we're going to live the average age for us is like 74, we yeah. might live to like 100? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Why do we complicate things? If we know we're going to die, we're going to go to heaven, we got to do our part on earth. Why do we still have all these 
these problems of like what we're going to do, what we're going to be when we're growing up. Like, right. Not like the nine to five or yeah. Yeah. If you knew you were going to, if the, if you knew the end of the world was coming in 2060 or like say like 2040, cause that way it's like closer, like 20 yeah, years. It like, would be easy. You would know exactly what you're doing. You would have no stress because you know, the end of the world's coming. Yeah. No what? stress. Are you serious? Okay. You wouldn't I have feel no like I'm stress. more stressed. What? I have 20 years to do everything I want to do. That's it. That's it. Yeah, but you're the end of the world. Like, it's inevitable. Like, you know yeah. it's coming. Yeah. I wouldn't. I'd be chilling. I'd be like, I don't know well, I think it's freeing. Like, because then you could be like, I've always wanted to do this. I'm going to do it now because I only have 20 years. That's true. That's that's very true. There would be less of a, like, uh, oh, no, I don't know if I should. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, why do we, why do we stress? Like, if we do that anyway with life. Like, we're going to probably die, like. Like the average eight, what you say, eighty nine? It's like seventy eight or something. Yeah, yeah. Is the average age. Like, why do we do that anyway? Yeah. Why don't we? Tell me why. I don't know. The real question here. It's because we we're unsure. I don't know. I've thought about that for so long. Yeah. You. I feel like you also can't escape the present moment. That's another thing. It's like you. You can't. No. Like you, you're going to be yeah. right here, right now, and whether you know what tomorrow is going to be, you don't know tomorrow because it's not there. Like it's not here right now. It's true. So yeah. Like there's. As much confidence as there is in tomorrow, mm-hmm. there's still that little bit of unknown. Like sure. it's like when you plan for, like Saturday, I got I got a, ga- a basketball p- game to play, mm-hmm. and it's Monday. I think I'm gonna play basketball on Saturday, but it could get canceled. And then it gets canceled, or you could be walking and you twist break, my ankle. Twist your ankle, yeah, yeah, that's true. But you still can't live in the same fear of like it's gonna get canceled or I'm gonna twist my ankle. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. where the fight is. It's like mm. there's still those factors of the game could get canceled. Something yeah. wrong could happen. But that might be negatively speaking or thinking. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like, do we live in America? Like we have so many opportunities <laughs> and we Very don't blessed. use them. Yeah. And yeah. we don't use them. Like I, I'm blessed to like say that I'm not living in fear all the time. Yeah. Of like different things that I could have been living in if I lived in another country or and I'm still like, oh, I don't want to do this. I'm going to hold off till next week because it might be a better time. That's true. But it's like we have all these opportunities and we're going to die. Well, I think we just do it. The reason that like maybe like we feel that way and like maybe you too. But um, like you have like we know where we're going when we're going to die. Like, mm. we know where we're going to go when we die. Where, like, other people, they don't know. Like, yeah. they either are like, oh, like, I don't believe that we're going anywhere. Or, like, I have no clue. Or, like, they think other stuff. So, like, I think that's why it's so reassuring for us. And, like, because we know, I don't know, we know where we're going to go kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, like, like, the risks that we do take in this life are nothing in comparison. Because there's there's an after. Yeah that mm. won't have any of those problematic exactly things like yeah. like is that, i don't know i'm looking into all the real estate pro- and rental properties right now and i'm like maybe just risk it maybe just go for it but the same thing as what we're saying is like if you do and it flops and everything we said earlier about failure if you do and it flops you still gonna die True. at the True. end of the day we're all gonna die we're yeah. all gonna go but it's a good thing i think True. to some degree depending on what you believe it's yeah it's a good thing <laughs> depending on where you think you're gonna go <laughs> exactly yeah do you think anybody knows they're gonna go to hell and just accepts that yes a lot of people 
I think so too. That's crazy. Yeah. I've heard there's different levels of, uh, and if there's any Satanists out there, correct me, but I think there's different levels <laughs> of... Uh, <laughs> All the listeners. Fact check. Of Satanism, maybe, and like some of it like chooses to worship the devil out of just rebellion, or like not even worship the devil, like chooses the practice of mm. Satanism just out out of rebellion they don't even think like the devil is like this all-powerful thing they Mm -hmm. just like choose to rebel against religion as an Mm. organization and institution so like interesting i wonder if people like um praise satan because they think like well they're gonna go to hell anyway like maybe satan will be nicer to me when i go to hell could be i don't know i don't know i i think there's uh there's any sort of justification you want for whatever religion you want to believe. True. Yeah. Because you could twist it in your own way. And I think the biggest thing for me that I, it's t- it's a tough pill for me to swallow is those that are s- spiritual in nature because they form their own religion. And my only biggest gripe with that is like, there has to be a universal truth to abide by. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if I pick and choose yeah. which morality is correct, I'm going to choose the thing that's most convenient for me 10 out of 10 times because it's my life, and that's what I'm going to say is correct exactly. every time. Yeah. But that just can't be it because, I mean, who's to say, but mm-hmm. there has to be a higher power that's letting you know, like, correct and wrong. And I think that's also where, like, our consciousnesses stem from. Like, we all have an innate right and wrong of, like, don't steal, lie, don't murder. And I think that's also a little blessing from God to say, like, there's a higher power, power already saying. That's a great point. Where morality lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, that's true. We just B- went deep. Bars. Yeah. Bars. There's been so many mic drops. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, we're at 122. Are we still rolling? We're, <laughs> are rolling? we rolling still? Yeah, man. Um... Just FYI, yeah, I'm I'm thinking about keeping this podcast about hour to an hour and a half. How long are yours on average, Nick? Between forty five and an hour and fifteen. Okay. Yeah, there's some people like I can listen to Joe Rogan's podcast for three hours and not get tired of it. Well, he's got the famous people coming yeah. in and they're entertaining. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Spitballing off the dome. Yeah, that dude just moved to Texas, right? Beats me. I've only listened to one Joe Rogan episode in my Whoa, whole life. Really? Yeah, the oh. Post Malone one. Oh yeah, that one was good. <laughs> that one was good. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, I'm thinking about keeping it about an hour to an hour and a half. So, oops, Mike's falling. Yeah, it's falling. Um, Mike, come on. Firm foundation. Firm foundation. I changed up. So if you guys listened to the first podcast i had my mic on a my mic stand on a bible to prop it up mm-hmm. because that's one of the books i had and it was very sturdy but he prayed about it and <laughs> <laughs> i prayed about it and um i changed it up for it's called investing for dummies it's a great uh you know i haven't even read it yet but it's a, it's also a good book you gotta too. learn how to read before you can learn to yeah, invest exactly <laughs> i don't even know how i read that um title <laughs> but um yeah but nick thank you for being on pleasure it's been, it's been awesome you are 
interesting, inspiring. You've got a good message and I like what you're doing. Um, do you have anything you want to say? Anything you want to plug? I know that you have your own podcast, mm-hmm. um, YouTube, website, mm-hmm. so much stuff to plug. Go ahead and do it. Go off right now. Ooh, plug time. All this right. is going to be seen by probably 2 million, I'm thinking. Hey, for all 2 million, find Something me on like Instagram, <laughs> Nicholas Natali. Go to my website and get some merch. But I mean, I guess you probably should see me at other places first before what, you see that. Question, stuff. What, did you, what just happened on your merch? Like oh my gosh, I, yeah, I just made face masks, <laughs> which is the perfect time to hop in there. Oh, that's so funny. com slash shop. Nice. Listen to the podcast, the Nicholas Natalie show. This is all just my name uh-huh. everywhere. Spelled with a K. Nicholas is spelled with a K. Okay, it's so funny. I keep searching your name on Spotify or wherever, and it never comes up because <laughs> I spell it N-I-C-H, <laughs> but it's N-I-K. N-I-C-K. Yeah, yeah. it's not Nicholas. Nicholas. I don't know why I do it. It's just like, it just looks like it. It's habit, yeah. That's where you can find me. I mean, if anybody wants to chat, the Satanist, if you want to correct me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what's his name? Um, The pastor. Kenneth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Kenneth will hit you up. Yeah. Ken. All right. Well, um, that was awesome. Sorry it's so hot in here. I like it. It's building my really? character. Yeah. Well, you've already you, you just did a sweaty podcast too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Dude, this is, yeah, this is not new to me, this man. Is this is this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Check him out at those places. Um, check out his podcast. It's awesome. He has fifty-one episodes. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, something like that. Fifty-one. 52, right there. Right there. The veteran. Yeah. The rambling man. The rambling man. <laughs> 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 in his in his burp. <laughs> All right. Also, Parker, thanks for being here. Of course. Thank you. For no, making, thank you for being. Thank here. you for making the commute. <laughs> it was long. It was long. It was long all the way from my bed to the other side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm signing off. We still haven't figured out um, what to say when I end. And People sure. like the rolled out. We We've have been rolled. We have been rolled. It's so stupid. I don't like. We've it. been rolled. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to. Look, you asked me for an outro yesterday. This—that's the best I came up with. You could say and cut, and cut, right? Okay, I like. I it. don't know. Like your cut. You yeah. Should like, we say it? Rolling? Rolling? I don't know. Okay. okay, let's do it. You guys ready? Yeah. On three, or on one. I'm gonna go three, two, one, and then go. And I'm going. Oh, and we're going on go, cut. or we're going on one. After one, after one, three, two, one, and then cut. Three, okay. two, one, go, cut. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Three, two, one, and, and cut. cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs>